Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today's episode is an encore episode about four ways to reinvent yourself in midlife. So let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. I really am. I always am. (laughs) The topic I want to coach you on today is what reinvention in midlife can mean for you. Reinventing yourself is something you hear a lot about when you're in your 50s and 60s. It usually has some fear associated with it, though, because it's also often positioned as your last chance to get things right. (laughs) Now, it doesn't mean it is, but that's how we think about it. As I mentioned, it's an encore episode of a really helpful episode, number 171. And since I originally recorded it 97 episodes ago, (laughs) I continue to realize how important the concept of reinvention is in midlife and also how confusing it can be too. The reason I think it can be confusing is because it can lead to an all or nothing type of thinking. Reinventing yourself refers to becoming someone different, changing something big, behaving in a completely different way. So there's a big change in part of your life or a pattern of behavior, and then you end up thinking differently about yourself and what's possible. And typically, others also think differently about you, but of course, that's the part of the change that it's not something you can control. (laughs) But it's a big change. Example of this kind of reinvention are things like changing your career, moving to a different city, or having a different type of lifestyle, learning a new hobby, intentionally meeting new people, learning new things, changing your routines, having different relationships, these kinds of things. So while big changes are always an option, they can create a lot of fear and that fear can get in the way of your plans. In fact, it can lead to procrastination or feeling really stuck. So for this encore episode about reinvention, I'd like you to also think about the power of small changes too. Sometimes big change starts with a small change and sometimes small changes have a big impact that may even surprise you. Here are a few quick examples of what I'm talking about. Let's say your reinvention is based on weight loss and you want to release 30 pounds. Focusing on drinking more water may be a small change that leads to the big change you really want. Here's another one. Maybe your reinvention is based on establishing a really intentional morning routine. The idea feels overwhelming. You can't imagine getting up an hour earlier every morning, but you can imagine getting up 15 minutes earlier and that feels really doable. This can lead to a big change, something that you really want, or perhaps a big impact can come from this small change. And before you know it, you've reinvented yourself as a woman who commits to her morning routine. Or maybe you've had a traditional job or career for 25 years, and you want to reinvent yourself as an entrepreneur. That's what happened for me. I started out learning a new skill, coaching, as the first step before I committed to learning how to become an entrepreneur. And one more, the whole empty nest thing comes to mind this time of year. If you're dealing with this now and your house feels a little too quiet these days, 
You may be thinking about reinvention too. Of course, once a mom, always a mom, no matter where your kids are or how old they are, (laughs) you don't need to become a completely different person in this phase of life. You can if you want, but it won't be all or nothing because you're still a mom. Figuring out the way you relate to your adult children is an opportunity for reinvention too. That reminds me of a conversation I had with my kids recently about my expectation that they text me when they're traveling and when they arrive, where they're going safely. They rolled their eyes, of course, and I told them that at 59, I still do that with my mom. (laughs) They were quite surprised. My reinvention as an adult allowed for that behavior of checking in just fine. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I wanted to add as prep for this episode about reinventing yourself. And I also wanted to let you know about a free guide about reinvention that you can download right now. So if reinventing is on your mind and you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, head on over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and grab your free copy of my 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. All right, get ready to hear all about four ways to reinvent yourself and find more happiness in midlife. Enjoy this encore episode. Here is the question for the day. Do you feel like the things you're doing just aren't cutting it anymore? Is that you? You know, like the things you're doing aren't bringing you joy the way they used to. This is common at this point in life, so it's time you learned how to change your life for the better. That would be nice, right? A funny thing can happen on the way to being a grown-up. You may not have noticed it. You may not have thought anything of it. You might not even be aware that it's happening and keeping you from finding happiness. But what I'm talking about is fear. This is exactly what happened to me. I had no clue. I never thought of myself as particularly fearful. I had a proven track record of doing hard things, and by most standards, I was pretty resilient. But fear bit me in the butt between 45 and 50 (laughs) when I was completely stuck at work. Again, though, I didn't realize it while I was going through it. Only after reflection, that's when I understood it, after I became a coach, when I had more skills to figure it out. When I was stuck, I didn't know any coaches. I didn't know anything about coaching. I was just spinning around, not getting anywhere. For many, however, becoming more fearful is a common part of aging. And this is especially true in regards to change and transition. I honestly don't know why this wasn't more obvious to me. Maybe it was because I just couldn't imagine that something like this could bring me down when I had been through so much that I would consider worse. You know, the more I think about it, this is what I think was happening. So with me, I lost both of my parents when I was a kid. Separate occasions, my mother when I was five, my father when I was 12. That's a lot. And I think... I always used to think about that as my point of reference. And my midlife funk, on the other hand, was just me being frustrated at a job that was fine. It was a long-term job that was fine on paper and fine overall, but I wasn't fine in it anymore. That's really what it was. I was bored. I was stuck. And I didn't know what I wanted. So... This didn't feel like fear or anything really bad when I would make that comparison. I mean, how could it? But it was bad. It had nothing to do with how resilient I had been as a kid. 
decades and decades ago or continued to be throughout my life. The bottom line was that I was stuck and I didn't know what to do about it. And being stuck like this in midlife at this age felt very different with lots of other things weighing in. For me, a big one was feeling like I aged out professionally. That ended up being the core of my fear. And I wasn't used to dreaming forward, so to speak. So think about it. The phase of life before 40 or 50 can be a chaotic blur loaded with many aspects of life and career, like planning to start a family, planning to start your career, raising a family, establishing yourself professionally, buying a house, paying down debt deciding to stay home with the kids or not, that sort of thing. You feel like you're too busy or have too many obligations to really adopt a focus on your individual future, to plan, to dream. You know what I mean? So you don't. (laughs) It's not even on the big list. But here's the thing, my friend. When your future's not on your radar, you're not afraid of it. There's nothing to be afraid of when you don't have a plan for growth a plan to put yourself first and move forward. After 40 or 50, however, it's not uncommon to start thinking about what you want going forward or how to change your life to make that future possible. This actually helps you notice that you feel a bit off, like unsettled or in a funk. You're uncomfortable, lost without a map. That's the best way I know how to describe it. You're in a funk and you're lost without a map. You know you could feel better. You're just not yourself. Something is off. You begin to become aware that there really could be more out there for you, but you have no clue how to figure it out and make the change. Like maybe you have a friend who got laid off and is happier now, or another friend who got a new job and loves it or one who started her own business, or even found an amazing new hobby that's all-encompassing. So many clients come to me talking about feeling stuck and lost. Being out of sorts like this may be unfamiliar to you. You may not even know that your funky feeling is full of fear. Now say that 10 times fast. Your funky feeling is full of fear. One of the problems holding you back from changing your life is that you're out of practice with change. So think about that. You've come through a period of your life where stability was queen. But now, after 40 or 50, the queen is bored and feeling stagnant. (laughs) You might be suspicious and feel like you need some sort of a change. You might be weighing options and feel confused or not even being able to conjure up an option and feel confused. (laughs) The other thing is that you're probably on to is that you know you need to focus on your own priorities for change or you may have regrets. Now, this is what might actually feel almost compelling to you to change something. The other thing is that you may notice yourself thinking you're running out of time. It's super common to be really aware of the passage of time these days, like it's flying by. You're super aware of time, and with the pandemic, time is even more weird. Have you noticed this? The passage of time is even more confusing these days. I've really noticed it when I get those Facebook memories from this time last year. It seems like it's several years ago rather than just one year ago. It's really been confusing. I have had to like stare at my computer screen and just think. I look at the picture. 
I'm very confused, and I just think sometimes I have to phone a friend and really try to figure it out. More things to be fearful and uncertain about, for sure. So what does this mean about reinvention? Well, before we go there, I think one thing is for sure. You will regret having regrets. When you're not clear on what the problem is, it can be challenging to understand the fear. But something has to be done. You know this deep down. And my hunch is that you can't ignore it anymore. Maybe you're even talking about it all the time now to your friends too. I was like a broken record. I would talk all the time. I'm so confused. I'm so stuck. Will you please help me? Can you please help me figure this out? I'm so confused. So you know what this means? It's time. This means you have to stop ignoring your needs in order to find happiness. And just like anything, the less attention you give something, the less it has the chance to develop and grow. What you give your attention to is what will grow and become important in your life. There's a famous Oprah quote about this. You may have seen it on Pinterest. She said, what you focus on expands. And when you focus on the goodness in your life, you create more of it. Have you seen this happen in your life too? Here's the other part of the scenario. What you ignore simply gets smaller and smaller and disappears. So you have some decisions to make. You can keep waiting for something to happen and then hope you'll finally be happy. Or you can resign yourself to the idea that nothing will likely change and just accept it. Or (laughs) you can decide that now is your time and get to work on making life changes and finally moving forward with intention. Shifting your mindset like this will propel you forward. So what feels right for you, waiting or creating? With waiting, you have no control. With creating, it's scary, but you do have control. So interesting, right? So here are four ways to completely reinvent your life and find happiness in midlife. Number one, decide you don't want to have regrets. Identify the regrets you're worried about having and be honest with yourself. Make a decision that you don't want to have regrets. This is an important first step to making important changes. It means that you need to take responsibility for the results in your life and that you will stop simply responding to what life dishes out. This shift is huge. Are you up for it? I think you are. Number two, seek guidance from your future self. Now, please trust me on this one. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but it actually works. Your future self has the inner wisdom that will help you make decisions and find courage now. So ask yourself, how would my future self help me make this decision? What does my future self know about me to help guide me now? And what will my future self say about making sure that I don't have regrets? Don't question her. Just notice what came to your mind right away. Number three, be curious about fear. It's common to give fear way more power than it deserves. Fear is an emotion, just like any other emotion. Emotions come from your thinking. So when you feel fear, you're thinking a thought that is creating the fear. Thoughts and feelings are connected. So guess what? You can actually acknowledge your fear without letting it affect you the way it normally does. For example, you could be curious about it. 
ask yourself more questions about why you're thinking this way. What else could you think? What are you making it mean? Explore the way you're thinking and feeling with curiosity. You actually could feel fear and make the change anyway. And number four, decide that you have enough time to do what you want. Just decide. There isn't technology yet to determine how long you have on this planet. (laughs) So when you get older, you technically have less time on this earth. Like it makes sense, right? However, choosing to think that you're running out of time to do the things that you really want to do, it's one of those thoughts that just doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you out. First, it's probably not even true. And when you think it, notice how you feel. Maybe defeated, sad, unmotivated, maybe even scared. Those aren't the feelings you need to feel to move forward and do amazing new things. Second, you don't have to think this way about time. Instead, you can practice thinking that you have enough time. And this slight shift in the way that you think will help you focus on what you can do instead of what you can't do and can actually change in your life. So really allowing yourself to stop thinking about you, what you can't do and instead think about what you can do. That will actually change your life. I said it twice because it's really important. <laughs> the bottom line is that you can think and do what you want. You're a grown-up, but you really should like your reasons and not just act based on how you feel when you're not thinking on purpose. Like, it's not like you have lima beans on your plate and you have to eat them or you have to think that they're good. Now, maybe I am telling you a story about my childhood. I hated lima beans and I never want to eat them again. I like my reasons. (laughs) But you really should like your reasons and think and do what you want because you're a grown-up. It's not lima beans. It's important stuff about the way you're thinking about time and the way you're running your life. So when I say you really should like your reasons, what it means is you shouldn't just act based on how you feel when you're not thinking on purpose. Being more intentional and regret-proofing your life is a beautiful gift of self-care. I love to think about it this way. And anyway, I got the memo, you deserve it. So why not? Why not be more intentional? Why not regret-proof? Why not give yourself the gift of self-care? So here's a quick review, four ways to reinvent yourself in midlife. Number one, decide you don't want to have regrets. Number two, seek guidance from your future self. Number three, be curious about fear. And number four, decide that you have enough time to do what you want. There you have it, a quick and powerful way to really dig in and make some serious changes in your next chapter. Reinvention is one powerful way to regret-proof your life for sure. Okay, that's it for this Encore episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck and live your best life because there's way more fun to be had. (laughs) If you want to finally focus on getting unstuck, like step on the gas already, there is no better mechanism, no better way when you know you're meant for more like this and you're wasting valuable time than to move forward with a community of women just like you. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and create your exciting next chapter. I want to invite you to apply to the Women in the Middle Academy. 
It's a six-month coaching program where you get all the support you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast, but more importantly, you get expert coaching, curriculum, and a community to get clear about what you want so that you don't have regrets. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Go ahead and apply. Just fill out the quick and easy application when you book your momentum call, and we'll have a quick chat. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 268. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week.